neighborhood This my brother from another hood Different color skin, same color blood Your mama may not cook like my mama does What's up everybody? Welcome to the Corey Porter Podcast I'm here with my brothers Like I'm here all the time Shout out to Caesar and Terrence What's good y'all? What's good? What's good? Now listen, um I happen to be scrolling online, you know what I'm saying, like I normally do, looking for different videos for our upcoming shows, especially our lives on Tuesdays. And I ran into a clip on comedian uh, D.L. Hughley's page. And before I play the clip, I'm going to show uh, the text of what the guy said in the video. Then we're going to watch the video and, 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 and go over there. So Charlie Kirk says, I'm sorry. If I see a black pilot, I'm going to be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Now, that whole statement sounds crazy, but I'm going to show the video of him actually saying it. And then we're going to discuss it after that. You no, wouldn't and have that's done that not, before. That's not an immediate. No, you wouldn't. And that's why I think this United story and the DEI story yes. hits so hard because we've all been in the back of a plane when the turbulence hits or when you're flying through a storm and you're like, I'm so glad I saw the guy with the right stuff and the square jaw get into the cockpit before we took off. And I feel better now. Thank you. No, I mean, about like, that. you want to go thought crime? Like, I'm sorry. If I see a black pilot, I'm going to be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Well, that's the you game wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have. You no, wouldn't have done that not, before. That's not an immediate. No, you wouldn't that's have done that before. That's not who I am. That's no. not what I believe. It is the reality the left has but created. I, I, I'm... Okay, fellas. You know what I'm saying? Before I say anything, I'm gonna give y'all the floor, and um, and y'all let me know what y'all how y'all feel about them comments that he made. That he feels that. Let me put this up real quick. I'm sorry if I see a black pilot. I'm gonna be like. Boy, I hope he's qualified. Go ahead, Caesar. How you feel about that? Honestly, man, it's, it's it's wild, right? But I I also I don't think homeboy even thought about what he said, honestly, because even at the end he said this is not this is not who he is and this is not what he believes. But he just said that if he saw a black person, he would hope he's qualified. As as if. They don't vet all pilots, and all pilots have to go through an extensive type of training, whether black, white, Asian, it, it don't matter. So the fact that he just let that fly out of his mouth, I don't honestly, I don't even think he thought about what he said. He just, he just, he, I think he just got caught up in the moment, just flew off the handle and said whatever was the first thing that just flew out his mouth. Because whether, like, they're not gonna let someone unqualified get in a commercial flight airplane. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you just the ignorance behind that, as if like any airline is gonna say, yo, anyone could just be a pilot, go fly. You know what I'm saying? Or to say, like, there's not there hasn't been instances of white pilots who've been caught under the influence while flying, right? Like it, you know what I'm saying? It's just I don't know. But he didn't even really mention influence though. What 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 did you think the source of it was racist? It was, it, was a it, 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 it was a hundred percent racist, but like it was, it was, it was that ignorant racist because it's, and all racist ignorant, but I guess it's just like with no, there was no, there was nothing backing what he was saying. It, it's basically because the, if he saw a, a black pilot solely because he was black, he wants to say, oh boy, I hope he's qualified. Just, it don't make sense like at all. You know what I mean? 
because there's anyone who's a pilot, if you walking in that cockpit, you went through the training. Obviously, you qualify. Like, why would you assume just because he's black? I hope he's qualified. Like, I don't. I don't know. Terrence, what you what you think, Terrence? So, I struggle with this, man. This is the this is the type of what's what's the white people say malarkey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is type of malarkey I'm talking about, man. Like, I don't understand his thought process. Like. You got you're on a you're on a platform where a lot of people come in and they're listening to what you're saying, right? And you're given this stigma that you believe that a black person is less qualified of a pilot than somebody else. If something is to happen, if you get a little turbulence or something like that, you feel more comfortable having a Caucasian individual up there flying you than an African American or no, whatever he says, black, black American. Um, it makes no sense. Like, I, I'm just trying to figure, is this something that's engraved in their DNA? Like, do they really just believe that we're less than them just off of that? Because he's like, as Caesar said, he said, this isn't what I think. Like, this isn't who I am. This isn't my thought process. But it obviously is because it's the thing that flew out of your mouth. I believe out of the abundance of your your heart, your your tongue speak like that's that's a biblical thing. So you you said it for a reason. So I think it's completely ignorant. And regardless, that that's like saying, yo, I'm not racist. My you know my 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 cousin's boyfriend's black. Like, yeah, it, it was a very racist statement. You know, and he he <laughs> he got some real uh, digging down in his soul and thinking about what he's what he said to do because that that was that was kind of crazy, man. That was real crazy. Yeah. yeah, but I at least rather him like honestly own his racism. You know what I'm saying? I think the last part is the part that really the whole thing trips me up, but the last part really just confuses me and takes me for a loop because you can't say this is not who I am. I don't think this way, but you literally just said if I see a black person walking to the cockpit immediately, I go, "Oh boy, I hope he's qualified." Like I, I feel like the racism just wiped out all common sense in this man's mind, as if. He, like they're not gonna let some random dude just walk to the cockpit. Obviously, he's qualified. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't. It don't make sense. Like you know when someone says something so silly that you you can't even get upset that he said it. Like you just, yeah. The dude is just like out there, kind of. But I don't think I don't think that he what he thought. Like you got to think about what the person was saying before him. You know what I'm saying? Like he was saying the square like, oh, the square jaw thing, the square jaw thing, like. This was a bunch of white men coming out here and they, and they felt comfortable enough to say, yo, yo I feel more uh, yeah. comfortable with this. Yeah. Like, this is what I want. This is what it should be like. Like, it's, it's, I, I want to curse so bad on this. I'm trying to keep it, <laughs> bro. But there, yo, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, yeah. It makes my skin boil, bro, to, to, to think that. Like, and I, I never, I know, I don't think of a of a white person that way. I don't think of a Chinese person that way. You know, obviously we got our stereotypes. You know, what I'm saying, but to think that somebody is less intelligent just or less capable just because of the color of skin, this is completely against what Dr. King, you know, uh, God bless the dead. You know, this is completely against what he what his dream was, man. Like, really? But you know, but listen, you know, I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate though. 
because I think, I think, uh, yes, what he said was was crazy racist. And what I paid attention to the most was the fact that, like you said, Terrence, the people he was saying in front of nobody even gave no pushback. It was like they was all comfortable with with, with what he said, you know. But I'm not mad at I'm not mad at what he said though. I you know I think this is um. This is why I feel uh, Trump's presidency was uh, is, was necessary, because I believe these kind of people with these thoughts been around us our whole entire life. And I think Trump made it comfortable to speak like this. So now people is just out there just, you know, being racist out in the open, kind of where you want it to be, because, you you know, these, these people that have these thoughts, these are our doctors, these are our lawyers, these are our these are our teachers, our school teachers. These are just not no no people with KKK, you know, hoods on. These is regular people that's amongst us all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not upset about it. I kind of like, I kind of like the fact that we know where certain people stand. The fact that people is just openly, what I don't like is the fact that we're fair game when it comes to saying stuff like this. Because if he said that about a Jewish person, oh, his yeah, whole platform would have got shut down. But yeah. we're fair game for some reason. You can say anything you want about black people, and nobody's because gonna say nothing. We don't. We don't have the same power as that. But, but that I'm race. gonna play. But I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit though, because he said that on uh, he, when he sees a black pilot, he hopes he's qualified. Right? We all kind of have these thoughts about different races. On you know, un, uh, unfortunately, we do not on that level. What he says. But I can show you a level right now where we all probably have that thought, right? Let's say we all at a Thanksgiving dinner table, right? And you find out somebody, your next door neighbor, some white lady made the macaroni and cheese. In your mind, you probably think like, hold up. Like, did she cook it like mom make it? Is she qualified to make this macaroni and cheese? You know what I'm saying? In your mind, you might think that. Yeah, but I think that's a little different, right? Because once again, you you you're right in the sense of like for that scenario because yeah. there's no qualification standard, right? There's no program that someone has to go through. So so of course you're like, ah, I don't know if you had the same experience as my mom does with mac and cheese or whatever. Yeah. But you're yeah. talking someone who has to go through a systematic program. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to get qualified, so you couldn't even, you shouldn't even think that way, you, yeah. unless you're saying, unless you're saying I have no faith in American Airlines, Delta, whatever, whoever, whatever airline you was on, that they're right. just gonna let some random person come and fly this plane. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the only, that's the only difference, right? It's nah, nah, weird. Nah, yeah, I, I, I will see who's gonna give me that kind of pushback because I, I knew that's what it really was anyway. But I know <laughs> deep inside, y'all, y'all don't want no uh, macaroni and cheese, man. No, nah, I get. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, y'all want no know, Karen macaroni and cheese. But that's perfect. I don't know. That's I know. Preference. That's perfect. I know some. I know some. I know some good. Some good. Uh, some good cooks. Now uh, I take some Italian if they you know want the mac and cheese. You know what I'm like, and, and I personally know white people that can actually cook very, very well. Right. Listen, let's not get off the topic because this guy says something about black people flying planes, right? So on our platform. You know, we got to present some facts because he says something ignorant and we're going to hit him back with the facts. So what we're going to do is we're going to show some people who had some huge contributions to the aviation uh, industry. You know what I'm saying? So 
Let's start with Willa Brown. Was an inspiring African-American aviator and a pioneer for women in the industry. Born in 1906, excuse me, born 1906 in Kentucky. She was the first African-American to receive her commercial pilot's license. Mm. Willa was also the first African-American to receive commission as a civil air uh, patrol lieutenant. Mm. Shout out to Willa. And she kind of looked like uh, Don't she uh, look like Claire Huxtable. She looked like Claire Huxtable a little bit in the face. I was okay, gonna say I the one that. from um 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 Dorothy Dandridge. Nah, uh, what, uh, uh, dang, I can't remember it now. I'm gonna come back to. I you. don't know, but I know you. We can nah, tell by this picture that she was bad back then. Nah, and, and, and <laughs> you look like that in a uniform. Exactly from somebody who's in the who's in the uniform every day. If you look like that in uniform, out of uniform, yeah. you, you now I don't want to sexualize her. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to go there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, a, a different nah, world. Black, she's black and beautiful, the college oh, okay. but we're gonna look like shorty from shorty jasmine guy from uh, a different world yeah okay, she's actually she's guy. lieutenant she's beautiful but we just want to let her but want to nah. you know give her her process brains and beauty man brains and beauty exactly, exactly. Total all right so uh yeah see you could take this one go ahead all right this is bessie bessie coleman yeah. 1892 to 1926 first african-american woman to hold a pilot license first native american woman to hold a pilot license she holding you know down two categories, and that's exactly. a pilot license. And I bet you they went and say, "Oh boy, I hope she's qualified." You know what I'm saying? She was out there doing her thing in eight, in the, in the early 1900s. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Bessie Coleman. Yeah, Terrence. So we got Cornelius Coffee, 1902 to 1994. He was the first African American to hold a pilot and aircraft mechanics license. And he was the founder of the first African-American owned and certified flight school. So shout out to Cornelius Coffee. That shout is a big, big, big business right there, man. Big first big. to hold a pilot and aircraft mechanic license. That's dope. And then yeah, he owned awesome. something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Founder of the first African-American owned certified flight school. So he right. was that's training true. people how to fly. So you know is, is, it, is his school still going on? You know that? We know any That I don't know. That I don't okay. know. This guy, I don't want to butcher that first name because I don't know his first name, but I know his name. His middle name was Guy Bluford, born 1942, which means he's still alive right now. First African American to travel to space. Right, shout mm. out to him, astronaut. Shout, man. Out, shout out to him. And last but not least, mm. the guys, the Tuskegee Airmen. You know what I'm saying? Terrence, I'm gonna need you to take this one because I can't <laughs> see even with my glasses. <laughs> I got Read you. About I got them you real quick. Somebody I got you, bro. So this is this is the Tuskegee Airmen. So with a shortage of trained white male pilots, the U.S. government lifted their ban on black pilots and began training African American men at the Tuskegee Army Airfield in Tuskegee, Alabama. Fourteen thousand black men were trained as pilots, bombardiers control tower operators, constru uh, instructors, aircraft mechanics, and support staff. After completing 15,000 individual sorties in Europe and North Africa in World War II, the Tuskegee Airmen's military units were among the most successful in the war, earning 150 distinguished flying crosses and encouraging the integration of the armed forces in the process. Many of the Tuskegee Airmen will go on in careers in aviation and in the military and what would eventually become the U.S. Air Force. So shout out to the Tuskegee, Air, um, Tuskegee Airmen. And mm -hmm. yeah, man, they, they it's, it's dope, man. And their legacy lives on. Like I said, I, I was deployed and we was over at three, uh, the 332nd over in um, 
and and uh Jordan and they they still letting their legacy live on. They, you still see the 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 planes and the and the red tails and it's it's a it's a very uh awe inspiring thing to see, man. It's 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 dope. Absolutely. That's and what's up. Shout out to Tuskegee Airmen, and right. we will end the show just like that. So if anybody have any questions about is a black person qualified to fly airplanes? We just proved to you that they are. Great kids forever. We out. Great kids. Great kids. Color skin, same color blood. Your mama may not cook like my mama does. Ha, this is brotherhood. This is my brother from another hood. Different color skin, same color blood. Yo.